T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. I appreciate you, uh, Thunder. I call him Young Thundercat. You know, has a has a young heart. This has definitely been a dream of mine. <clears throat> I know one thing that... Thunder talked about was I had always uh, been a coach in his mind. I would say I, I'm a huge believer in just developing people, uh, whether it's on the football field, whether it's off the football field, in the media world, in business. My calling is to be a teacher and to develop people and help them see pretty much what they don't want to see, but they need to see. So my job has always uh, been that. That is my calling. Gerard Mayo earlier today introduced as the 15th head coach in Patriots history. Final hour, Jones and Mego with Arkan here on WEEI. We'll get to Meg explaining at 5.30. We'll get to Bet Roulette. I think we went 0 for 3 last night. I know I whiffed on my pick. I did look it up today. I think we went 0 for 3 on Bet Roulette. Uh, that comes your way. so bad I whiffed for sure. At the end of the show. Yeah, I think Arkan was closest, if I'm not mistaken. But that's still a loss. Uh, if you're just tuning in, yeah, you're on your way home from work. A lot of people uh, jet out of the office at five. And you're wondering, who is this Thunder character hmm. that Gerard Mayo is talking about? That's young Thundercat, Thunder, as he calls Robert Kraft. Has that gotten any funnier to you guys today? Like, I, that does not strike me as funny. Well, I just don't know the reference, so I feel bad. Like, I, I feel like <laughs> well, it's an I'm, old reference. I feel fairness. like I'm not cool because I don't get the reference. You know, it's not you a reference know, that speaks to you. You don't know Thunder again. I, rem- I don't know Thundercats. Was that ever on? Was that like a Cartoon Network yes. thing? Well, I don't know no, it was like yeah, Saturday morning exactly Saturday morning cartoons. Lion-O exactly. and Panthro and Chitara. You would have yeah, liked Chitara. If it wasn't life. Nickelodeon or Disney Channel, I wouldn't know. Yeah, why would she have liked Chitara? Because she was a strong, independent cat woman who didn't need no man. <laughs> oh, I do like the sound of that. I like that. <laughs> Uh, it she was, was a good the shot, cat broad. And I had like those, I had those toys. Yeah, so I mean, you know, there were toys with them. Oh, are you kidding me? Of course there were. Yeah, so I, I do. Thundercats ve- toys. Were I vaguely remember house. having those action figures, but like I don't really remember the show. I, I what's rem- this lady's name? Chitara. 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 Chita- like a cheetah. Oh, oh. Chitara. Oh. Can you call me that now? <laughs> no, Arkin. Arkin, you want to? Arkin, can you call me that? No, let's just call her Thunder. <laughs> no, I want to be Chitara. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I still feel we'll like call you Snarf. I know it's fr- what? <laughs> Snarf was like the little guy. He was he was part of the Thundercats, but he was like the little goofball. Sounds like something you do in your pants when you can't make it to your Trent Brown. Yeah, no, it sounds. Don't look it up on a work computer. Do do not duck duck go that uh, here in the office. But uh, that's his nickname for Robert Kraft. So it was different. I mean, in some ways, it was a breath of fresh air. Like just listening to uh, a different coach, not droning on and snorting at you like a, a human being up there, which I do find refreshing. 
and a little disarming. I just wouldn't go too far with it. And that answer to me that he just gave is an interesting one where it's like, well, my calling is to teach. Whether it's business, whether it's football, my calling is to teach. What are you teaching? And he doesn't need to, we've gone back and forth on this a few different times, Mego. He doesn't need to give up nuclear secrets in his, in his press conference. It's an introductory press conference. But until I know what he believes in and what he wants and what the direction of the franchise is, I'm going to continue to question it. Like, what are you teaching? How about when he said that he didn't want people uh, complaining and pointing fingers? I feel like that was a little bit of tough love that he had out there, and it sounded like some stuff that you heard out of the locker room this year. Yep. That was specific. It was specific. I just wonder if he's uh, practicing what he's preaching there. Uh, but that is specific. That's Why? true. Why? You think that he's a complainer who points fingers? I don't know. I feel like, like most what, of that. What's the instance of I think that? most of that defense was this year. And so I wonder if he was Why, a part by, of that. Th- by saying we have to be perfect in yeah, games? No, just when you started hearing whispers. No one said it on the record, I don't think. Um, but you heard enough stuff about, oh, the defense is carrying the team. and I They could, were. Yeah, no, I know. But so you don't think the defense was pointing fingers at the offense? I don't. I think they could have been much worse. Oh, of course. They could have been worse. You don't think there was finger pointing? I don't think so. Like, I mean, it could have been, been public. No, no, I know. Yeah. Like, so uh, public would have been worse. You don't think there was but any finger like pointing leaking, going on? Not really. No. Okay. I, I feel like that defense by the end of the year was openly sick of watching that offense and well, openly sick of saying. All of us were. No, I understand. And so I think there was finger pointing going on in there, and I think Mayo was a part of it. Uh, or I would imagine he's a part of it. I don't see how. You're running the defense, and you're not looking at the offense going, what the hell's going on? Mayo publicly said all the right things, though, which, again, is, you know, what he was doing today. So I don't know what was going on behind the scenes, but I wouldn't be shocked if there was a lot of resentment built up there from a defense that was performing. Okay, apparently there's a musical artist named Thundercat, and and two different people have now texted in on the Twitch. No, 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 there's a Thundercat musician, and that they think that's who he's referencing, not the little cartoon. Okay. So... You know, I also. Shitara is jury's out. She I, doesn't know. I also think that uh, Gerard Mayo was carrying himself a certain way uh, this season. And I don't care about the bat. Like, the bat to me was a bad example by Wickersham. And I think Curran and Perry have done their best to kind of report otherwise. But I do believe he was carrying himself a certain way. He knew he was the next head coach. And so I just be careful of, of you know, practicing what you're preaching. But no, I just think all those things are mostly lip service. And I want to know what you're teaching. And. If that's your job to teach, what are you teaching? What do you believe in? What's the offense going to look like? Or is it just what you learn from Bill? Like, is it just what you learn from playing for and coaching under Bill? My guess is it's going to be that. I hope but it's he, different. But he went out of his way to say, I'm not going to be no, Bill. I know. I'm not trying to be Bill. I know. But I'm telling you, I'm not I'm not eating up a lot of those words today. I want to see it in actual actions. I want to see well, it be different. you don't get to do that till this summer. Okay. But until I see it, Mego, I'm not going to choose to believe it. If you want to give him the benefit of the doubt, go ahead. I am not doing that. Yeah, I'll give him the benefit of the doubt because I feel like that's what What if it's McDaniels or O'Brien until- coaching the offense? Then I'm not going to like it as much. Okay. And I'm going to wait to well, right see now it's in O'Brien. action. And I'm going to go, this doesn't look so good. Right now, the, Daniels, I'll be fine. Right now, the, uh, see, I don't. Right now, the, the offensive coordinator is O'Brien. Like, right now, that's your offensive coordinator. Right, and but so, in the press conference when he was asked about offensive coordinator, he didn't say, O'Brien has, O'Brien's under contract, I have so much faith in him. He no. said that it was that it was early and they're taking everything under consideration. So, to me, look, if he hires a new outside offensive coordinator, great. I'll like that, and I'll give him credit for it then. I'm not going to give him credit for a bunch of words today because that's all they are. And I think people it's a were, press conference. What's he supposed to do? I know. I'm just telling you, I don't put a lot of stock in these introductory press conferences, Mego. It's like, 
You're a Notre Dame fan. Charlie Weiss won the press conference, and he stunk. So what good was winning the press conference Look, in the words? I wouldn't say I'm, like, totally a Notre Dame fan. I'm just from a Notre Dame well, family. Well, you've told me before. It's Yeah, exactly. It's so just, I, I'm I don't stuck know. in it. Arcan, you back me up on this. I remembered this. In New York, Joe Judge won the press conference. That, guy, that guy's a bozo. Yeah. And so winning the press conference doesn't press do much for me. press conference did not age well. Yeah, that's, that's all I'm saying. It doesn't do much for me. And furthermore, I can't, I can't take it all that seriously. Now, this was a good moment for Gerard. This I did like from Gerard Mayo. And he's absolutely a thousand percent right. But you talk about Robert Kraft having a rough day. Mm-hmm. He struggled with reading his statement uh, in the beginning. And I thought this was a, a tough moment for him to put it mildly uh, when he's talking about hiring the first black head coach in Patriots history. Gerard said that uh, being the first black coach was important to him. Curious, what does it mean to you? I'm really colorblind in terms of, I know what I feel like on Sunday when we lose. And I can just tell you that there's nothing, after my family, my passion is with the New England Patriots, and there's something else very close second, but winning at the Patriots is my passion. So I want to get the best people I can get. I chose the best head coach for this organization. He happens to be a man of color, but I chose him because I believe he's best to do the job. I appreciate, you know, Thunder and the organization selecting me to be a black head coach. I would say what, what Thunder just talked about, that was in the locker room. You want your locker room to be pretty diverse and you will want the world to look like that. What I will say though is, I do see color because I believe if you don't see color, you can't see racism. Okay, Whatever so happens, black. So Robert Kraft says I'm colorblind. And I think most of his message was was good there. It's I like think he, he had the right intention. Yeah. I just think that phrasing was poor and Mayo corrected him on it. And there were a bunch of moments like that from Robert today where you're like, are you really on on top of everything? Or are some of those details you're a little foggy on and a little hazy on? And that's how I felt coming out of it today. Like, I just think if you're being objective, it was not a strong performance from Robert. That is an example of it. And I think the overall message, I I agree with. The overall message is, I want a good head coach and I believe in him as a head coach. But saying I'm colorblind, there's a reason Gerard corrected him right away. Because that's kind of an outdated way of talking about things. It was a great moment for Gerard, though. Like, he stood up and communicated his perspective and and how he feels and what he believes in and to what you said you said this earlier jones like it's just an outdated way of talking about it is is what robert Kraft was saying i i don't think he had the wrong intentions i think he was his overall message that he was trying to get across was a positive one and that's what he was trying to convey it was just an outdated way of saying right. it but when when you can't quite get the message across the way you want to yeah. that's when you're struggling but, the, but this is where having Gerard mayo in a position like that is really powerful because talking about connecting with your locker room, connecting with another generation, this is one of the instances where having a younger coach with a different perspective is a powerful yeah, thing. Yeah, I mean, Gerard Mayo disagreed with it so much, rightfully so, that he immediately corrected his boss at his introductory press conference. Yeah, sitting right next to him, too. And listen, I mean, it's 2024, you know? It's not like Red Hour back with the first start, black starting uh, five in the 60s or whatever, where, you know, you can come out and say something like that, and it, it lands a little bit better. Like, you're right. I mean, that, saying I'm colorblind, I don't see color, that sort of thing is is pretty dismissive, I think, of, of a lot of it. But in this case, you know, we're we're pretty far removed from 
from that type of from that type of perspective on it, I guess. Yeah. But I mean, Kraft's eighty two years old. So, no, you know, like, sure. He's, he's he's not that removed. He's eighty two years old yeah. and he sounded it today. Yeah. And I'm not just talking about that answer. I'm not just talking about like outdated worldviews or ways of talking about race. I'm talking about that that sounded like he was struggling up there a couple of different times. And so maybe it's a bad moment, maybe it was a bad day, maybe he was nervous. I have no idea. But it was not his strongest showing today. 617-779-7937. You can jump in on this. Uh, Gerard Mayo, you think you won the press conference today? Was that important to you? Uh, did you change your mind at all on Gerard Mayo? You can jump in on that. Plus, we have Meg Splaining coming up at 530. What's next, Mego? We have another bathroom situation. Oh, no. Have you ever gotten locked in a bathroom, trapped in a bathroom? We talked about this once with the porter potty. I found a situation that is uh, maybe equally bad. And that just occurred in the news. Okay. And uh, it's now a fear of mine. I don't think I've ever been locked in a bathroom. Let me rack my brain on that. We'll get to that in Meg's planning next. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shop. Shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. It's been nearly a quarter of a century since we announced a new head coach. And today I'm happy to welcome you all here as we introduce the 15th head coach of the New England Patriots, Gerard Mayo. It's an honor to share this announcement with Gerard's family, Chantel, and their beautiful children, Shia, Gerard Jr., Cheyenne, and Shiloh. Did I get it right? <laughs> Gerard's wonderful mom, Denise, and stepfather, Wilson. His brothers, Duran, Derek, and Shermont. Shermont. <laughs> Shermont. I'll get it right. I'll get it right. Get it right. Well, we'll have to. No, it's all right. It's one of those black names. I'll help you with that. <laughs> so that was legitimately hilarious. And moments later, Robert Kraft would just throw Stacey James right under the bus. Like, I didn't, I, I didn't write out these names. Stacey told <laughs> Stacy told me he was exactly. exactly. What, you think I've met his whole family? I've never met these people before. 
And so Robert knew he was in trouble. You could tell, too. There was like a long pause before he had to read the rest of the family. And he did the whole. Didn't Francesa do this at one point, Arkan? Didn't Francesa, when he was trying to like, couldn't really remember a name, he just kind of like muttered it. He was just kind of like McCluffinous. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Right? Didn't he just kind of do that? He just kind of like muttered his way. Th- I think that's what Kraft tried to do here. Tried to McCluffinous with the, uh, Shermat. Mayo family. Yeah. I think he did. Can I hear that again, Ryan? Can I? Can we isolate? Can we isolate Shermat. that? I think he. Yeah. I think he kind of tried to. His <laughs> brothers, Duran, Derek, and Shermat. 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 I'll get it right. I'll get it right. I don't know. I think he knew he was in trouble and he just wasn't quite sure what he was getting into. That that moment to me was legitimately funny. Now that was a that was a real, I don't even know what would the princess die there? What was that? And so, no, I like to me that that was not a moment where I think obviously reading legal documents on the air. That was not a moment where I'm like, oh my gosh, you know, uh Robert had a rough moment. That that I just thought was legitimately funny. There were other times, though, where he was struggling with the statement, and again, where Gerard Mayo had to correct him in real time, where I thought it was a rougher day. But okay, that... that's what you were trying to say. Okay, I remember what the injury was. You get hit by the hall. McLaughlinus. <laughs> so that, so that I that I thought was quite funny. These earlier sausages today. are delicious. And if if you if you're ready to get yeah, I mean, who among us hasn't screwed up some phrasing before? Um, I, if you're ready and. You know, you want that breath of fresh air and somebody up there who can joke around and crack jokes and isn't serious all the time and snorting in your face. That was an example of it. That the sausages like. out there look delicious. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they did. No, they did. They uh, go to bread. They did. That's my other. Those are my two favorites. I just thought that was, there's a difference between screwing up and and being like, ooh, this I don't quite know what to say, so I'm gonna <laughs> just kind of kind of McCluffinous my way through it, as you put it, Arkan. Please but, drink response. <laughs> but that to me, that to me is a good example of if that's what you want and that's what you're ready for, that'll be different. I, maybe it was Catlick who tweeted this earlier today. Catlick. Catlick. How's that going to, how's he going to be after like losses? Will he be candid? Will he annoy people if he's positive? Yeah. And just well, how, like, just how long is that going to last? Like that is a breath of fresh air, but it's an introductory press conference. Anybody can win those. Oh, how yeah. long is that going to last? When you go back to Bill Belichick's introductory press conference with, with the Patriots, he's joking, and at the end, he's telling reporters, "I'm going to be around, guys. I'm going to be available for one-on-ones and for you guys to talk to me." We're gonna How be long does it last? <laughs> so I don't think this is indicative of who he's going to be all the time and who he's going to be all the time with the media because he can't be as a head coach. Absolutely not. Yeah, I mean, I know who. Maybe has... I'm wrong. Maybe he'll be the Rochi of head coaches. Maybe who? Bedard asked a question today. He asked a question to. Craft though, right? He didn't ask a question to Mayo, I don't believe, and so I, Mayo didn't love his reporting. So maybe he'll he'll start bristling uh, at a few reporters down there. I don't know, uh, but that to me I did find interesting today. And you know, when you hear Robert having a rough day, and then you hear coinciding that Robin Glazer has been elevated within the organization. Uh, Wickersham reported last week that both Glazer and Jonathan Kraft are going to run football ops. It's like. Well, maybe you see some of where that's coming from. I mean, Robert is 82 years old after all. I mean, we talk about Bill and things passing him by at 72. You know, I mean, he is 82 and he looked every bit of it today. Maybe it was a bad day. Maybe he was thrown off by, you know, uh, the announcement or he was nervous or whatever. But that's that's how it came across today. And the Patriots, I'd imagine on some level, are mindful of that. And that's a delicate dance for Jonathan and people in the organization to, to go out there and, and play their way through. 
Right. Honestly, I think the further we get away from this, the more that the optics around the press conference are going to become the real story. Why wasn't Jonathan there? Like, what what was this emergency or maybe not emergency, but what was such a big deal elsewhere in the Kraft's companies that he had to go and attend to that? And Robert is put in a situation where he says, oh, no, no, Jonathan, he helps me with this big picture football stuff. But day to day. His job is managing everything out in the other companies. He doesn't have that much to do with this here. And then also, right after the press conference wraps, Phil Perry drops the report that Robin Glazer has been promoted to the EVP of football business and assistant to, or what is the direct uh, her is, exact title? Yeah, the exact title. What is she to the head coach? Let assistant me get it for to the head you. coach? Uh, the Phil Perry tweet was... Advisor? Uh, yeah, senior advisor to the senior head coach. Senior advisor to the head coach. I mean, the, to me, those are the two biggest takeaways from this. Like, we can read into Gerard Mayo's character, how he uh, spoke, how, you know, how he conveyed himself, how he related to Kraft, how he related to the media. All that, I think, is going to change a lot when he's actually in the job doing the day-to-day of it. But that other stuff to me is like the bigger stuff going yeah, around. Yeah, just get ready for it. They rushed into a head coach and they're taking their time on GM. Why? Because they have their GM. Their GM is Jonathan Kraft slash Robin Glazer. That's why they're taking their time on it because, oh, yeah, well, we're doing plenty of research. We got to get this right. We don't rush into anything. Really? You had Gerard Mayo locked up a year ago. Listen to Burt Breer. Maybe it was two years ago. So don't tell me you don't rush into anything. And don't tell me you didn't rush into that. And now you're going to take your time with GM? Why? My belief is because you already have your GM and just kick it down the road and people will forget and they'll stop asking. And then Jonathan Kraft and Robin Glazer will be running football ops like Wickersham reported on Friday. Yeah, and that's probably the the best thing they can do at this point because they've kind of painted themselves into a corner here. Like it's a little late in the game to start suddenly trying to reshape your entire front office and bring in a whole new front office. Like you don't have that kind of time if you want to get it done before the draft anyway. Like this is not, that's not a tenable solution. So this is probably, I mean, you know, outside of just giving it all the wolf or giving it all the grow or some combination of the two. I mean, this is probably the best they can do. 617, sorry. Oh, no, I was going to say, what what is a better situation to you? That Elliot and Matt Grow are elevated to the GM positions? Elliot, I like that. Or that uh, Robin Glazer and Jonathan Kraft are taking over <laughs> most of the personnel? I think it's all the same. I yeah, think I don't the, think either one of those yeah, is different. I, right? I, I oh, think, really? Yeah. I would take Grow and Elliot over the I just other think two. If, they're football people. Yeah, but then they, Jonathan's going to run it yeah, anyway. Exactly. Yeah. Then they're just getting like a they're just getting a promotion on paper. Like then I don't think anything else is changing, and I think it's the same. 617-779-7937. Uh, we'll get back into your feedback coming up. We have Bet Roulette at 545. But first, let's get to Meg Splaining with Megan Annalini right now. Why don't you explain this to me like I am an eight-year-old? Do you need it broken down? It's so dumb. Why don't you explain this to me like I'm five? Well, lucky for you. I don't know how else to talk about it. Shut up, Meg. It's time for... Now I let you know! Meg explaining. Meg explaining. Have you guys ever trapped yourself in a bathroom? Like, unintentionally locked yourself in a bathroom? I don't think so. Arkan, you were saying in trending you would lock... I like my little brother in the bathroom. A younger sibling but you, in the bathroom. you've never been in... So so there was an instance, I remember, in a bar 
is maybe right after college uh-huh. that the lock got jammed on a bathroom stall and in a public bathroom. bathroom, and I was I couldn't get out, and I was freaking out in a stall or in the bathroom. And it well, in women's bathrooms, you just have stalls unless it's a no, single. No, right, right, but was the but door I, to the bathroom? Yeah, correct. No, you, no, no, no. It was like the door of the stall so you was to, locked. What did, you, did you crawl under? You know what I did? I army crawled under <laughs> in a dress. It was nasty. It was nasty. Yeah, a women, uh, a women's bathroom is a, I mean, my, luckily, my nightmare. It was we, like it's twenty-three-year-old me intoxicated, but I, it, it was like a certain level of panic that I was like, I'm going to be in the stall forever. I don't want them to send someone in and break me out of the stall, and now. I'm I'm the bathroom stall girl at the bar. Well, fair. Steady uh, the bathroom floor girl. Right, exactly. Yeah. You're just a girl rolling around and who knows what. But we, we did have experts call in in a previous Megsplaining. Women's bathrooms are much, much, much grosser than men's. But for army crawling on the ground, I'd probably rather do that in a women's bathroom because you know all the splashback oh, you're getting on the gross. floor in the guy's bathroom. But you guys out. have never accidentally locked yourself in a bathroom. No. Really? No, I've been stuck on an elevator before. I've never been locked you, in a bathroom. Have you ever had a moment where even, I guess it's different because men in public bathrooms, like, you have the urinal, so you're not going into the stalls as much? Sometimes I go I've, into the stall. I've, okay. Well, that's nice. I've you. never heard of a bathroom the stall. stall getting locked. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Sometimes the lock is just tricky and it gets, like, jammed. And I, I have many <laughs> moments where, well, I'll say I'm also really bad with locks. But I've had moments where I go to You don't need to convince us on that. Yeah, we we, we believe you. Three degrees to the right. No, I go to turn it, and it gets, it's kind of like jammed, and I start, my heart starts beating faster, and I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to get locked in this bathroom stall. I never be afraid of being locked. I I'm like, I'm such a wispy, wimpy individual, but I could kick my way out of a bathroom stall. Oh, see, that wouldn't even occur to me. Like, I could, I could, even I could force my way out of a bathroom stall if I really needed to. I feel like if you tried to kick the door, you'd fall backwards into the toilet. I would Mr. Kool-Aid my way out of that bathroom (laughs) stall so easily, so, like, that's never even a fear that would even be rational to me. Did you consider trying to climb over the top of the stall? No, that, oh my, okay, so drunk Oh, that's, that's crazy. But commando rolling on the ground is uh, very uh, Crawling crawling through other people's urine. Normal. Climbing over a bathroom stall, like twenty-three-year-old drunk me—that that'd be an excellent way for me to break all the teeth. Yeah, in my mouth. or you're just yeah, or you're just people are going to blame you for peering into their stall you can or something never break like that. Those yeah, teeth, first of all, yeah, you don't want that. <laughs> They're big enough; they'd that, be easier to break. Joke, yeah. No, if they were little, they'd be like little chiclets. Um, I'm asking this. <laughs> the Twitch because chat. Maybe we should do this for a video. The Twitch chat is denying that I could kick my way out of a bathroom stall. I feel like we I should could. test this. I think we should do this. I think, we I think they did it. this. I actually think they kicked down a door on the Always Sunny podcast, not to rip off their podcast, but I think they did they that. They have on a podcast. There. Yeah, it's a good okay. podcast. Yeah. Is it available on Odyssey? Mm, I, I I don't know. Okay, then don't talk about it. <laughs> so th- I asked you this because in the New York Post there's this article that came out. This news: um, a passenger got stuck in a bathroom for about an hour on a budget airline that was flying across India, according to the India Express. Luckily, the flight was only an hour and 45 minutes, but the passenger, according to the article, uh, he tried to leave after doing his business. The door wouldn't open due to a lock malfunction, trapping the passenger inside the bathroom yeah, per so statement. That I could see. Like an, air, like an airplane bathroom, and like I wouldn't want to kick my way out of that, but a bathroom stall, no. They said the crew and other passengers desperately attempted to free the flyer from the outhouse arrest. Nice writing by the New York Post. But to no avail, as a result, he was relegated to the great honey bucket in the sky for nearly the entire flight. Can I tell you what? I think this guy got off okay. He did. 
Didn't have to worry about anybody getting on his armrest. Didn't have to worry about people get waking him up and, you know, say, I got to go out to the bathroom, whatever. He was in there by himself. He had his own personal little pod. Yeah, it's not a, it's I not think a bad that's, point. That's a good way to fly. That's like, yeah, what are I'd love to s- just sit in the bathroom. Are you kidding? No. You want to spend an entire flight. I got my phone. I can watch TV across in there. Of India course. On a, in a budget bathroom? Airline? Yes. Okay, but there's nothing. It's better than having other people. There's nothing in those toilets. It's not like there's like water. There's not even water in those toilets. How does it work? It's that blue water. Is it? Well, yeah. Yeah. I don't even feel like there's water sitting in the bottom. Can I be honest? I've only used an an airplane toilet probably like twice in my whole life. Is there water in the bottom of an airline toilet? Well, okay. So there's two kinds of airline toilets that I'm thinking of right now. There's the kind where it's just gray (laughs) and there's a hole. Yeah. And you go and it's like. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, and you're worried you're going to get, you know, sucked into it. But then there's the other ones where it's like a circle. And when you flush, like the circle uh, like comes out. And everything goes down into the oh. into the tank. You know what I'm talking about? Are you oh. sure that's not just the train kind? Uh, maybe it's a train kind. Can too. I ask I don't another know. question? I think sure. the suction, yeah, the suction one's the only one I can think what of. What happens with the waste on the airplane? <laughs> it goes into like a container. But I can tell you, so it doesn't fall out. Well, of the sky. no, I can tell you from many Kiefer Madness over the years that sometimes those though that malfunctions and planes will be landing and they will just spray. We call that the full Dave Matthews. Why is that? You don't know this story about the Dave Matthews tour bus? No. Oh my God! So I think this happened in like two thousand, early two thousands. You know this story. I was following Dave. No, it's not my story. You don't know the story about don't, the Dave wait, Matthews. Do you know this story? Right I here? do not. No. Oh my God! This Ryan, should have been my you don't, explaining. Ryan, you don't know this well-known story? No. Okay. <laughs> she knows this, but she doesn't know how airplane bathrooms work. So it's I like called, how she's shocked that we don't know. It too. Okay, so it's called the Dave Matthews Bay on Chicago River incident. This is the new Meg explaining. On August 8, 2004, a tour bus belonging to the Dave I Matthews do, band I do like this song. dumped an estimated 800 pounds of human waste from the bus's Blackwater tank. Yeah, whatever, man. Through the Kinsey Street Bridge in Chicago. It's all onto natural. A, onto, wait. Compost it, man. Wait. Onto a passenger sightseeing boat sailing in the Chicago River oh, that's, below. That's a little tough. The <laughs> toilet explodes. <laughs> There was a 2005 legal settlement, and and the uh, the ban agreed to pay $200,000 to environmental protection and other projects. They were crushed and donated $100,000 to two groups that protect the river and surrounding area. How about area. the people on the boat who got That's covered in poop? That's what I'm wondering too. I How, feel what like did they there get? should be. I feel like there there would be like a massive lawsuit of those people being like, "Hey, you dumped human waste on us when we were on a sightseeing boat in the Chicago River." Maybe they were big fans. You know? Could be. I yeah, can't believe they, you guys don't know about this story. No, I don't think anybody knows that story. Does anybody know that story? I don't. I've not. I haven't. I, I'm not hearing from throngs of people in the Twitch it's chat. 800 text pounds line. of human waste that the Dave Matthews Band tour bus dumped on a I mean, sightseeing boat oh, in 2004. It's a great story. I'm just not sure it's as well known as you seem to believe it is. That's all. I don't. I mean, maybe maybe everybody out there driving around is like, was, I can't believe these three idiots don't know what Mega was talking about. I thought I, this was a touch point in our larger like the monoculture yeah jfk assassination <laughs> yeah. 9-11 dave Ooh. matthews band dumping poo on everybody. moon landing you know exactly all these all these stock massive, market crash covid the dave no. matthews poo incident yeah everybody just everybody just immediately is transported <laughs> to that moment in chicago it's not like it happened in boston do you remember where you were when dave matthews <laughs> dropped a poo on, the, on that boat i remember where i was i was you know all right, so what? Senior August in college. 8th, 2004. So what? What was Meg explaining today? It was. Wait, can I tell you? Fear what of they getting had trapped in bathrooms. What actually? What? What was it? What was the idea today? I can't believe that Arkan wants to spend an entire flight in the bathroom. 
bathroom. Oh yeah, you kidding me? Well, as far as bathrooms go, and though, not I think he makes a deal a point. with the people in the row. I'd much rather, yeah. I feel no? like you're omitting a really important. It's not like a like a wide open bathroom. It's a budget flight toilet, man. Yeah. Like there's no space in there. You're are not you, fitting in there comfortably. Are you the first one in there? Like if you were the first one in there, and it was like the whole flight. <laughs> what if I don't think it's that bad. Right. If you're like if somebody's been crapping in there all flight, and now you got to follow them in there, and you're stuck in there, that stinks. That's true. Also, there's no there's no backrest either. So wait, before they landed, the crew slipped a note under the door yeah. so they could get a note under the bathroom door to the passenger who was stuck in the bathroom. And it said, sir, we tried our best to open the door. However, we could not. Do not panic. You're we are land- die in there. <laughs> we are landing in a few minutes. Please close the commode lid and sit on it and secure yourself. As soon as the main door is open, an engineer will come. Secure myself with what exactly? Yeah, I don't know. Those those bathrooms are pretty. You ever been caught, Arkan, when they like you're all of a sudden you're like mid flight and you're trying to stand there and the fasten seatbelt comes on and you're like, ah! oh yeah, oh yeah, and it's like dart to the side mm-hmm. and you're like, Jesus, I, I, how did that? What just happened? Got to like, aim for the sink in yeah, there. Yeah, I was, I was like a it was like a flat normal flight and then all of a sudden what the two minutes I happen to get up and go to this bathroom, it's just turbulence and I'm. Knocked all over the thing in here, and I can't go back out because my pants need to dry. That's never happened. Uh, that's happened, of course. Yeah. I can't believe you don't know about the Dave Matthews Band <laughs> Chicago River incident. Like, I think about this probably once a week. More than the Roman, Roman Empire. Empire, exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It is my Roman Empire. It is Roman Empire. I think about the Roman Empire. You'll and never the Dave Matthews. Dave Matthews, you know, leaking. <laughs> Leaky poop container. Think about this beautiful well, bus week. driving across the bridge with his music blaring. And then Do the they sight- play their own music on the bus? <laughs> the sightseeing Rule number boat. one of Dave Matthews' bus. Only Dave Matthews' bus. Is, is this Matthews the same bus. river they dump all the, the green in yes. on St. Patrick's Day? Yeah, so like, what are they complaining about? And then the sightseeing It's a dumpy, boat. gross river. The sightseeing Get boat is just going underneath. Like, I want Mythbusters to recreate this. Yeah. Why would you say if you had a really terrible boat ride in Chicago? <laughs> So that's Meg explaining each and every day at Scott this time. Scott McLaughlin just texted me. He knows this story. It's not obscure. You got one whole text? This is a main. This is this is in, hey, the, Mego, in culture. Hey, Mego got a singular text, <laughs> so obviously everyone knows about it. At least two people. 617-779-7937. Keith and Fitzy come your way tonight at Mego 6. Mego McLaughlin and the 10 guys who got pooed dumped on them. <laughs> For the ones who know that story. <laughs> Jump in line for Keith Van Fitzy. We have I think it might be one of my favorite things that's happened in America in the last 20 years. I, no, I agree. Everybody, Everybody's <laughs> talking about it. They introduced the iPhone in the last 20 years. I don't care. This is better. We'll get to Bet Roulette next. You can watch the show anytime via our live stream on Twitch. Just go to twitch.tv slash Boston WEEI. And check out WEEI on YouTube for our video on demand content updated daily. Now, more of Jones and Mego on WEEI. We have a lot of people internally who have had a chance to train and learn under the greatest coach of all time, and a man whose football intellect is very special. In the short term, we're looking for collaboration as our team has a tremendous opportunity to position itself right, given our salary cap space and You know, we've never drafted. In my 30 years of ownership, we've never been drafting as low as we're drafting. So we're counting on our internal people, uh, whom we're still learning and uh, 
uh, evaluating. So we're going to let that evolve and develop. And before the key decisions have to be made, we will uh, appoint someone. And at the same time, we'll probably start doing interviews and looking at people from the outside. I'm just imagining it like cascading down. Oh, from the bathroom on the tour bus. Slow-mo. <laughs> it's beautiful. You actually see a rainbow in it. <laughs> it's something. Uh, so, uh, Scott McLaughlin texted you and then... There's a whole bunch of texts on here. Somebody said, uh, I know the Dave Matthews Band story, but worst Meg splitting ever, LOL. It's true. I started giggling in the middle of it because I got sidetracked to something that was way more fun because I didn't realize you guys didn't know that story. Uh... Yeah, there are. Actually, she's right. There are a fair amount of texts saying that uh, they knew that story. I will say when I was in college. I know everything about Dave, man. There's our, nothing that happens about Dave bus, that I don't know about, okay? Our team bus, there was a no number two rule on the team bus bathroom. Like, that was a big no-no. That's a well-known thing. You can't do that. Okay. And I, if you do, you certainly can't release it into the Chicago River on a boat of people sightseeing. I only played high school sports, so there, there were no bathrooms on the school buses that we would uh, take all over Northern So you made Vermont. your own? Yeah, so you just, you know, I don't know. I don't remember what we did. Pee in bottles? I don't remember. Probably pee in bottles, if I had to guess. Uh, 617-779-7937. That's how you get in touch. With Keith and Fitzy, they come your way at the top of the hour, probably a lot, on Gerard Mayo and Robert Kraft. His showing today, not the strongest. That that answer I just I hated from Robert. I, I hated, hated, hated that answer. It's like, oh, we're gonna take our time. We're gonna get this right. And meanwhile, you've rushed into hiring a head coach and we're still learning people internally, but we're probably gonna start talking to people outside. And I feel like all of that was nonsense. Well, I wouldn't say they rushed into it. They planned it a while ago. I know, but they made the decision very they, early and they didn't pivot from they it. They rushed into it. So they had to get so far in front of it. Yeah. that they didn't even want to go through a coaching search. Like, that's the definition of running into it. Yeah, they kind of married their high school sweetheart. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, why don't, you, why don't you date a little bit? Why don't you see what's going on? And if you if you interview people and you come back to Gerard Mayo and he's the guy, great. But if he's the one, he's the one. Heart wants what it wants. I guess. I mean, there, look, I've said this before. There is something to be said for a succession plan. But then to turn around and say, we're going to take our time on a GM search, that's inconsistent. Like, why didn't you have a succession plan at GM? And maybe the real answer is they do, and Robert won't say it. And the succession plan is Jonathan Kraft and Robin Glazer. How did you feel about Arcan regaling us with, like, all the Dave Matthews band songs that were big in high school when people were getting action? I think he, I think he only regaled one, us with yeah. one. Just one. And have you ever heard his, uh, his uh, Blink-182 yes, uh, uh, story? He's, he's shared that on air. <laughs> Music's <laughs> important. <laughs> that one. Yeah. That was too bad. <laughs> Good indication of what that, that what that night was like. <laughs> you want to know the truth there, but yeah, yeah, music played a big role in my my teenage lack of. That was Arkan's move. You were a music guy. Yeah, that was your move. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm sorry. What was he going to do? Is he going to put on uh, sports mo- talk radio, mo- movie, or something like that? I don't know. Like, you know, not everybody's just throwing on tunes. Like, I don't know. Maybe he popped on a movie. Hey, come over and watch a movie. I don't know what Arkan's moves are. I don't have That's any moves. True. You think I have moves? I got no moves. I got nothing. Uh, so that, that you're a music guy. Good move. Guess so. Good. He stopped showing. I mean, look at me now. <laughs> he stopped showing. How's his other move? Got babes all over the place because <laughs> of my cool music, my cool Dave Matthews Blink One Eighty Two plays. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's wrap things up with bet related. All right, I'm going to give you a choice. 
You can either have the money and the hammer, or you can walk out of here. You can't have both. You don't f around in this place. You got it? Boom, boom. That's it. Gambling. Bet Roulette brought to you by Cars for Kids. Easy way to donate your car. You can donate today. Your car will be picked up tomorrow. Go to Cars for Kids, the number four. Or one eight seven seven cars for kids. That's cars with a K. All right, let's not focus on it. We all lost our picks last night. Let's get this out of the way. Go quick, Mego. It's a one. It's a one. Always a one. Always a one or a six with her. And the one here is the Spurs and the Celtics. Spurs are fifteen and a half point underdogs <laughs> at TD Garden tonight. What do you say, Mego? So I'm looking at from Celtics PR, Drew Holiday, Porzingis, and Derek White are all questionable, but I bet they're going to play because they're uh, at home. Porzingis is out, White's out, Holiday's playing. What? Porzingis is out. I stutter. White's out, Holiday's playing. Porzingis out, White out, Holiday playing. What so were you I looking at from Celtics PR? Celtics PR didn't update it. Uh. So anyway, um, disregard my earlier reading of Twitter. Celtics care so much about their home streak right now. So I definitely think they're going to win. Is it going to be 15 points with those guys out? No, I don't think so. I think it's going to be a little closer than that. They went into overtime with the Pistons right after uh, Christmas. So I think it's going to be a little closer, but Celtics win. Ryan, you know what to do. Pritchard overs and Hauser overs. That's what you do tonight. (laughs) That's the bet. Take my money. All right, here's Jones's roll, and it is a three. It's a three, it's a three, it's a three, and that's Jason Tatum's over-under tonight, which is set on FanDuel at 30 and a half. Does he go over or under 30 and a half? I think he had 19 points in their last win over Toronto. What do you say, Jones? Yeah, under. I just don't think he's going to play that much. I don't think it's going to be that competitive. 15 and a half is a lot, but I could see them being up 25 and sitting their starters, and the Spurs make it close at the end, like fake close. I'll take the under on 30 and a half. All right, here's my roll. Arcan for three. Side rimmed it. And no that's dice. a six. No dice. And that six is the Bucks plus one at Cleveland. Um, I put one other NBA game in here. Everything else was Celtics and Spurs related. For this one, I am going to go ahead and say that the Bucks on the road uh, cover this one and, and get the win, I think. You know, a one-point spread is generally uh, pretty close to a pick I think Milwaukee has a uh, good matchup there with Cleveland. And Cleveland's been playing well lately, but give me the Bucks. Okay. Arkan takes the Bucks plus one. You see Lillard, the walk-off the other night? That was awesome. That's mainly the reason why I'm picking this. Pretty cool. Yeah. I got the under on Tatum, 30 and a half. Mego has the Spurs keeping it close. Plus 15 and a half. I mean, it's not that close. Well, that's a good point. I mean, they could lose by 14. Uh, but yeah, you know, uh, hanging around with the Celtics tonight. I would advise you as a uh, bonus to, again, get on some Pritchard and some Hauser overs tonight before those start spiking. Two, three, threes for both seem like they're in play. Uh, that'll do it for us. Stay tuned. Keith and Fitzy come your way. They're breaking down Gerard Mayo's introductory press conference. Where's Bill going? Among other things, uh, you can dial him up. 617-779-7937. Stay tuned for that. We'll talk to you tomorrow at 2 o'clock here on WEEI. That's you the pumpkin market. The greatest gift I don't know me. this song. And the card inside would say, thank you for We're being a friend. friend. I don't really remember the show. I, I What's rem- this lady's name? Chitara. Chitara? Like a cheetah. Oh, oh. Chitara. Oh. Can you call me that now? <laughs> no. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours 
and great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.